dreaming? Is this a dream? This is Art Town, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. So, well, here we are. How is everyone? Are you okay? I'm kind of okay, I guess. I don't know. I feel a little not okay, but, well, I think that's all right. I think it's okay to be not okay, um, because I think part of it, everything that's going on uh, in the news that you see makes it feel like it's not okay. It's kind of a delicate time, and uh, that can, um, you know, those those news vibes can uh, infiltrate your psyche and make you feel a little sad, and I think that's what's going on, but let me tell you who is trying to make it okay, or are they okay? I'm not sure. I don't think so, but they're incredibly wonderful people, and, um, well, Jesus, I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but uh, what I'm trying to say is the box party is here this month on the Art Town. And if you don't know, the Box Party is an artist collective that was formed in the aftermath of graduate school. It's, a, it's like a period of time that could be described as a barren wasteland. Right after that little, you know, get your diploma and you're running out the door and it's like fucking, it's a hellscape. And... Um, that is uh that's an important like kind of delicate time i think for anybody who is uh finishing graduate school and particularly i can tell you from the experience of getting uh an mfa so a masters of fine arts that is um a very tricky time because all of a sudden all of your network and all of your support is gone and it's this huge buildup. Uh, the whole experience is essentially like a roller coaster um, that only gets you to the top, right? And it brings you up. And then the rest of the ride is basically your life. And uh, that free fall can uh, seem uh, kind of scary. But what is, uh, you know, super interesting about this artist collective? is that, in part, um, from what I understand from the conversation, is that, uh, is that uh, you know, they got together to mediate that experience, to stay connected. And uh, that's an important part. And it's actually something um, I guess I never figured out right away because uh, I, felt, I felt the whole hellscape vibes. But... Um, maybe they have a little, maybe they haven't at all, but they have this network and they're staying connected and they're making, um, incredible work as individuals and, um, incredible work as a collective. So with me, I don't have the whole collective. I couldn't gather all of them. Uh, or maybe I could actually, let me take that back. Maybe they all would have been there. But um, I can't record that many people. So I had a select group. I had Sarah, Star, and Gina with me. And uh, we talked. Uh, we had a great conversation. We 
talked about everything I just talked about a little. And uh, I tried to understand what made them do this. And uh, I think it was pretty obvious from the beginning. But going in, I didn't really have an understanding. Because I think part of it is my assumption as an artist is that you're alone, right? That's the whole idea. I have this romantic notion that you're, you know, kind of like this cavern dweller and you're down there and you're making shit up and you're, I don't know. It, that's just my imagination. That That's my perception of what happens. But um, maybe I should change that after this. I don't know. But here you go. Here is a part of the box party and uh, have a listen. about well when we so we all went to grad school together star was just a year behind us but we got along really well and we just felt like when we left grad school we still wanted to have like some sort of community and our group chat was always like (laughs) so many texts throughout the day even in grad school that the idea of not having anything when we graduated Uh, was just um, a little too hard to handle (laughs) so Right. Yeah. Okay. So wait, before we even go any further, just introduce yourself so the listener can like know mm-hmm. your voice, I guess, and who you are. Is that okay? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I'm Sarah Alange. Okay. I'm Tina Mead. And I'm Star Herrera. Okay. You're <laughs> so like a super party. We're the box party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was about continuing the community. And then, well, what else? Because it seems like from what I read, there was like a little bit of an idea uh, about like a collective issues that you wanted to address. Is that true or am I making that up? Yeah, I mean, at first it really started as a way for us to just continue to have conversations about the things that we want to talk about, um, but also for like group critiques. And then it really just evolved from there. We started applying to grants talking about projects that we wanted to do together and just the ideas that we wanted to discuss with the work. Yeah, and we were thinking about how much more you can get done mm-hmm. if there's a group of you, yeah. too, oh, like, and the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there has been some, it's like navigating um, all of our different points of view and mm-hmm. where we came together. I think we wanted to just make work together. Yeah, and our different strengths. Yeah. I think a lot of it started as mutual respect and admiration for each other's work, especially mm-hmm. in school. We were able to see each other grow and work on um, our own processes and the things we were making. So there was a lot of growth together. Um, mm-hmm. But also there were a lot of issues um, that we all agreed that were important that we wanted to continue to talk about. And um, with the grant, I mean, a a lot of it is right now we're raising money for Planned Parenthood, which is um, something Mm. that we are all very, we feel very strongly about, um, but also making work. So trying to 
you know, be involved in the community and and help, but also continue to make work and make work together and be a part of the community in a strong way. Huh. I mean, it's really brilliant that you guys thought of that. Like, so you all were in grad school together, mm-hmm. right? Or did you all graduate at the same year? Or is I that graduated one year after them? One year after. So we had one year, all of us together. Mm-hmm. So okay. Mm-hmm. And the grad school, just everyone, is SUNY Albany, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so at this point now, the the grad program is two years, right? Am mm-hmm. I right about that? Yeah. Okay. So you come out of grad school and you want to continue the community that you formed here. I just find that so brilliant. I'm like, I don't know. Because when I finished grad school, I felt like, like a leper, you know, where I was just like on my own yeah. and nobody wanted to do anything uh-huh. with me. Like all the magical, like praise was gone. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, it's shocking. Yeah. You know, I is. think we only went, I mean, it was by August. Yeah. That we were like doing meeting things. and doing yeah. things. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's hard to go from mm-hmm. yeah. go, 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 go to almost full stop. Yeah. And I remember, just not yeah. have anyone to push you. and It is like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so intense. And then, like, you're just like, oh, bye. Mm-hmm. It's all gone. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember mid-June came around and we started a separate group chat. Like, all right, <laughs> we have to do something here. Yeah. I'm feeling a little alone and I miss my people. So so what's the first thing? Because I've – what's the – like, so as a group, you, you decide to have this collective and – What's the first thing that happens with that? I'm kind of like curious. Like as a group, is it just, is it a conversation or do you plan like, let's do a project together? I think we were, I mean, honestly, it was a lot of just getting together and talking mm-hmm. uh-huh. and seeing where those conversations led and what where we all came together on things and what we were all interested in. And, you know, uh, I think it was actually Star that, came up with the sticker machine idea. That was mm-hmm. our first project, but we all were so excited, you know, like the nostalgia of a sticker machine. Mm-hmm. And then also because we were thinking about um, gender a lot and medication a lot. And so all these things we were coming together and being like, yeah, me too, me mm-hmm. too. Um, and that was basically how we got there, was just talking. Uh-huh. What's the medication part? I don't... Uh, so like our first... When we were making the stickers, we were thinking about like gendered, um, like the medical field and how there's, you know, some uh, inequalities there um, with medicine and practices. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. And I think varying personal experiences with that. Um, Mm -hmm coming together and being able to talk about that and address it in a way that was maybe relatable. Um, I think the stickers were a really great way to do that because a sticker machine, everybody loves stickers. It was a great way to raise money, also get small pieces of artwork into people's hands and mm-hmm. maybe the issues being talked about. I mean, you can see on mm-hmm. Sarah's water bottle, a lot of examples yeah. of things <laughs> that we um, had come up with, but um, I think that they were, um, small pieces of work uh-huh. that, that we could get out to mm-hmm. people very quickly. Yeah. Accessible, right. affordable, mm-hmm. small, mm-hmm. yeah, fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, part of it like that interests me um, with the few posts I've seen from um, your group and um, where I've seen them in in, in uh, 
out in the world, like the sticker machines or the, it seems like there's a, another like um, more elaborate one that's an old cigarette machine. Yes. Am I right about that? So yes. that's very cool. Um, but the idea of uh, like, uh, um, like, like he's just said, Sarah, like putting in people's hands mm-hmm. at an affordable way, mm-hmm. like so it kind of like um, you're like turning. What's he, what am I trying to say? Like turning the idea of like a gallery representation, all those things about like where you traditionally find mm-hmm. an artist. You're kind of like taking that out of that. Yeah. Out of the equation. Yeah. So I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, out who, of the white cube. Right. Into yeah. Into cigarette machine. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this little like you're kind of like playing with capitalism and mm-hmm. all those kinds of ideas. Um, what I mean, is that what you were thinking about? Like just. Definitely. I, don't know. I mean, yeah. our, our launch party for the sticker machine was at a bar uh-huh. at No Fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we definitely wanted to bring work. We have been putting them in galleries, too. But we, mm-hmm. we wanted to bring art to people who may not necessarily be buying art and, like, right. looking at art. Yeah. So. It had a little bit of, a, like, a gorilla spirit to me. Yeah. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, I also think um, a lot of the places that it's been is their local places and places that we have relationships with um, existing or places that we've frequented and, and, and really enjoy being. And so um, part of the promotion in that is also like if you're at No Fun or you're, you know, you stop at Colorworks, like visit us. And mm-hmm. I think it extends to helping each other and maybe us bringing people in um, to those places and also people that are visiting those places getting to see work from us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, how does it work with like the all the different voices? I'm curious about that. Because I was driving over here and I was thinking like, you know, like the idea, and this is like just me being dumb, but like as an <laughs> artist, like it's so like, my time is so specific and personal like I've tried to do collaborations before and they just never work Mm -hmm. and I'm like and I think it's mostly me right but how do you guys because you're all so different like I was looking last night everyone's work is like really different Mm -hmm. like you're kind of like a star you're like more of a photographer and then Gina you make some paintings but then there's like a lot of video and all of that stuff and then Sarah it was it seemed like kind of like sculptural earth works mm-hmm. kind of things so like how do you how does it i don't know how do you do it i guess i'm curious i think with all of us being within 2 years straight out of grad school uh-huh. um we had Gina in our year we had 9 people oh wow so it, it just felt very small and intimate and like whenever we would get together for seminar it felt like we were having a very intimate conversation, but also like putting together a thesis show with nine people in one mm-hmm. space. There's a lot of, it feels like collaboration going on there because, you know, everyone wants the big wall with the best natural light, you know? So like, I don't know, I feel like navigating conversations in a collaborative way with a group of people, we're still sort of in that realm like I still think like that I guess I don't know we've all had group projects too that sucked (laughs) and we all hated doing and like high school and college so you know we all have this idea of what we don't want to happen in a group project Mm -hmm. so 
Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it definitely helped that we all respected each other so much from the beginning. And then, I mean, but still, we're all artists Mm -hmm. and we do all have strong points of view, I feel Mm -hmm. like. So there is a lot of, you know, talking. I mean, it's so much more talking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, because we have to, everything, everything that comes with it, there's there's so many moving parts and it's constant communication. Like Mm -hmm. our group chat's just going all day, every day, (laughs) pretty much, because it is, it's hard to have all these people to come together yeah. on every single little decision. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just keep mm-hmm. making it work. Sometimes one or more of us will have to take a step back and yep. do their own thing for a minute, and then they just come right back in, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes mm-hmm. a Zoom is just three of us. Mm-hmm. On occasion, it's all of us, but you yeah. know, whatever mm-hmm. we can do. But that's the beauty of like working in a group is that, again, if someone has to take a step back, then the rest of us just pick up right off you know yeah yeah i also think the amount of skills that we all acquired um even through grad school or what we ended up working on um so even as you went off and sort of listed things that we maybe mainly worked on um a lot of us work in a lot of different ways and i saw that um, yeah yeah i think that was something that maybe was as at least for me i don't know um maybe for everyone uh, a struggle in grad school was that i felt like a lot of times they tried to squeeze you into one place, especially for thesis, or have you focus specifically. And I know that, you know, welding and mm-hmm. trying to make sculpture and video and, and photo, and a lot of us did all of those things. And I think that working in a collective, that's that's helpful because we learned a lot of those skills mm-hmm. and maybe some of us are better at certain ones than, than others. And mm-hmm. I think that us wanting to work in so many different ways actually ended up being super helpful in a collective setting. It might might also be the reason we ended up doing something that none of us have done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we mm-hmm. obviously none of us have um, experience with vending machines until nope. now. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We're, we're learning that as we go along. Uh huh. That's interesting. I was blown away by that. Like looking at everyone's work and even the people who are not here, how varied everyone was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think as a um, as a as a professor, uh, you know, if I had to wrangle everyone coming through, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> like, did, I mean, was there a lot of pushback, like, from the faculty here about everyone kind of like experimenting with everything? Or I don't know. I don't know if that was part of your vernacular when you were in grad school. I'm not sure. That's a tough question. <laughs> I know I had my own self-doubts because yeah. I remember like first, I before I went to grad school, I had made one video my senior uh-huh. year. Um, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I came in and they, they had me working with David Shapiro and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm supposed to make video then. So I really think that did affect me. Mm-hmm. And because I remember my first meeting with him, I was like, oh, I, I guess they want me to make video. Topics and video <laughs> yeah, art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, obviously that must have pushed me to keep doing that. Uh-huh. And really, I mean, I was making so many different things. Mm-hmm. And was um, he back here teaching? At that, yeah. at that point, yeah. is he here uh-huh. still? Well, he's doing tutorials. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Huh. But occasionally he teaches a video class. Oh, yeah, we're okay. super lucky to have him. Mm-hmm. He was, oh my God, huge in my practice for grad school. You too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But I don't think that um, 
every professor that you have for tutorials, like when their title was something, they didn't necessarily push you to yeah. do the thing that they specialized in. Mm -hmm. You just wanted That's to true. talk to yeah. a variety yeah. of people. I think that for my thesis specifically, it was trying to get me to hone in on certain things. But in the end, when I did have a variety, it worked out very well. Mm -hmm. And I had a very constructive yeah. and positive conversation at the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was my first semester. And then I realized, yep. oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can just do whatever Same. I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With David, like he was my first tutorial ever in grad school. And I had started with mainly like a painting and drawing background, a little bit of photo. Um, so I had shown him these paintings and by the end of that semester I'm out like digging in a field <laughs> taking <laughs> video like sound recordings I didn't know what that's the work was even going to be uh -huh. so yeah a lot fun. more conceptual yeah. For me. yeah huh interesting I forget what my question was oh was there pushback about you guys trying yeah I don't think I don't think they did too yeah. much I had a little bit in my final semester I, did I, think. I, did I just had a lot of work and it was all different. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it can really be, uh, you know, the whole experience can be quite like a, I don't know, quite like a, what do they call it? Like a mind fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, you get like all these different voices mm -hmm. and they kind of throw you around. And yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Like the, the bond that you created was probably very sustaining in terms of like trying to weed out, you know, um, the, maybe the bad suggestions or just like not bad well there are some yeah right yeah. there are some because they're you know conflicting suggestions oh, a lot yeah just sure. even as like a you know myself having you know taught now for 15 years it's like Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a lot of devil's advocate opinions mm -hmm. too that come mm -hmm. out. I had a professor you know kind of tear me apart on a photography set that I had made and then maybe like a month or two later I decided to not hang them for thesis and they were like oh, wh why I really like them. Oh, <laughs> it, it the funniest me. thing was to like have a did you ever like organize a day where you're like back-to-back -back studio visits oh, yeah right? and then it's like you could like the first visit to the second to the third it's like so different yeah. or they like Sometimes they would like, this sounds bad, but you know, like they would be like the, I don't want to say dumbest, but like the worst thing said, like first. And then like they say, like the second person says like, like what are you talking about? You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember like once I had this like little postcard on my wall of the guy who paints cakes. Uh -huh. oh, who is that? Um, yeah. Tebow. Yeah. Tebow? I think so. Yeah. And then like, one professor was like, oh, you should do that. That's interesting. I'm like, what? And then the, <laughs> the second one is like, says the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, really? Like, just this postcard, you know? I feel like I'm talking. I feel so bad actually being in the school right now saying these things. But that was my first semester. And I think I was like, I didn't help because I was a mess, too. Yeah. Right. And they're they're grasping at straws. They're mm -hmm. trying like, Jesus, this kid's like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> you know, and it's like trying to put them together. I think you everyone know. feels like a mess in the first semester. Yeah. <laughs> All of grad school is so I, I, I didn't not go through boot camp, but I imagine it's got to be a similar situation. Just like yeah. Yeah. high stress and like emotionally draining. That's what well, I call Hudson Valley, my art school boot camp. Mm, Tom yeah. and Tara. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, what you said, Gina, like you didn't know 
like what the expectations were, right? Because right? you're like, I'm in like, a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm studying with a video person. Should I do this? Right. Or, you know, like why, you know, because that was my, I came in as a printmaking student uh-huh. and I was like, I guess I should make prints, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I hadn't done that in a while. And uh, I was mostly like drawing and painting and I, I just kind of sat there. I was like, I gonna mm-hmm. do you know so it's kind of hard to get going you yeah. know i think if you're not sure uh because i don't know in the end it's like you gotta f- figure out like oh they don't care what i do they just want me to make something yeah. right <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah I don't, what's my point now i don't know i don't know what my point <laughs> is but i think like what just seems to me like it's natural what you you did you know i guess so with the vending machines like going forward like so what was in the cigarette one because i haven't seen that one yet (laughs) so it's um we invited artists further that we admired so Mm -hmm. you know further than just the collective that we created but artists um from our community that we consistently um admired their work and so um it's still to raise money for planned parenthood or Mm -hmm. local upper hudson planned parenthood um, but they made small, affordable pieces of work that are then sold in the machine. Um, we invited them to add, you know, any of their own information inside, but they're sort of blind boxes. Um, oh, so you, you would, I think it's $5 now. And then, um, it just comes out and you, you get what you get. Uh, all the names are on the side of the machine and, and then, um, the information is actually inside the cards. So you won't know what you get until mm-hmm. you open it. Oh, that is so cool. By hand, we made all of these um, cigarette boxes, basically. Yeah, yeah, I saw the video. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I really like that you don't know whose work you're getting. Mm -hmm. And we kind of changed course right at the end. We changed all the labels out. (laughs) Um, And now they say things like thingamajig or doohickeys or not cigs is one that I really like. Oh, funny. Okay. I right. like the ones that say fine art, fine yeah. art, finest art. So it's like right next to each other. Oh, okay. And is it art? <laughs> I actually, so we just picked up um, the machines this morning. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I did from Colorworks. And uh, I I don't know if it matters, but I noticed that the m- emptiest slot was, um, do you even care? <laughs> Oh. So apparently that was a popular. Okay. Uh-huh. Nobody People. cared. <laughs> what they got. Yeah. What has yeah. the response been like? I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what the feed? What's the feedback you're getting on these endeavors? We haven't got too much from the cigarette machine yet. Yeah. Because uh-huh. that's sort of new. It's mm-hmm. only been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But people love this sticker machine. Yeah. Yeah. Sticker mm-hmm. machine is very popular. Mm-hmm. I get texts and like DMs mm-hmm. all the time from people that got them. Um, even people that have come in from out of town yeah. to, to, you know, and make a point to stop mm-hmm. by wherever it has been so far. And it's mm-hmm. nice. It's also very easy to transport. Yeah, cigarette machines. It's a little, a it's little heavier. heavier. <laughs> Where are you getting the machines from? I mean, there's it's such an old thing. Yeah, uh, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I think really, come, and, come from mm-hmm. yeah, they're oh, used wow. old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, have to clean them all up because they're all yeah. old and mm-hmm. broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the that's the what do you call it? Like that's the um, uh, why am I thinking? Like that's the curveball, right? Yeah. With this idea is that you're relying on this technology that might not work. Yeah. So how has that been? Like who's who's 
<laughs> Who's in charge of that? Uh, yeah, it's I, I've been so also. Um, yeah, and I don't really know what I'm doing with any of this stuff. So there's a lot of like uh, YouTube videos that happen mm-hmm. and Googling things. Occasionally mm-hmm. kicking, you know, yeah. you would mm-hmm. do a Fonz. Yeah. Yep. Danny, oh, really? Danny and Star fixed one by kicking it. And then yep. We that just, helped. Right, you know, like just hoping that <laughs> we willed it to work, I uh-huh. think. Yep. Oh, that's hysterical. Oh, my God. So what, I, I mean, after... After this, um, what's the next project, or what are you what are you thinking? Well, we have one more machine that we need to make by the end of the year and put out into the world. Um, so we're really hoping to find a claw machine or oh, a gumball machine of some sort, but we're not mm-hmm. quite sure what we want to put inside of it yet. We have a couple ideas that we've been discussing. Um, we've just been so swamped with like all the locations that. The two machines we currently have done have been going, but yeah, yeah. So I think our next plan really is just going to be to hunt for the next machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know what comes after that. Yeah, apply for more grants. <laughs> more exciting things. Yeah, <laughs> is that the um, the grant you just got? Is that to fund these projects? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Where did now? I mean, just because we were talking about it, and you mentioned Hudson Valley. Where did you finish your undergrad school? Um, so I went to Hudson Valley. Um, I went to Quinton Community College before that, up in uh-huh. Plattsburgh for a year. Then I went to U Albany to finish um, undergrad, and then oh, I did my I MFA here too. Yeah. Okay. So all together, three schools. Okay, yeah. Gina, where did you finish? I actually a, a similar mm-hmm. um, trajectory. I I started at Hudson Valley. Oh, I saw that a long time Very ago. Very long ago. Yeah. yeah. And then I um, I transferred here and I was only here for like a semester. And then mm-hmm. I um, ended up taking a break and having, getting married, having kids. And then mm-hmm. I came back and finished <laughs> here and went to grad school here. Oh, you finished. Okay. At U Albany. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And start with that. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably a bonding point because I also sort of <laughs> You did? Transferred. Oh, my God. Um, I, yeah, then transferred to U Albany, finished, and then went hmm. for grad school. The other half of us all went to St. Rose, though, right? Didn't they all? Um, for undergrad? Danny, though, also went to Hudson Valley. And she also went to also Albany. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a pipeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Juliana, though, they mm-hmm. definitely went to St. Rose. Okay. Um, Alicia went to St. Rose, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Huh. Okay. I mean, I was just looking at it and I was mm-hmm. like, oh. I, I know I asked the question, but now I'm remembering. Yeah, I did read all this. But uh, I mean, it's very, it's fascinating, like what a, um, what a, like what the region, like how it cultivates, mm-hmm. you know? all these like interesting artists you know you your group in specifically you know it's it's fascinating really uh, i remember talking to michael oatman about that you know and like mm-hmm. um how what a rich region it is for mm-hmm. art and especially mm-hmm. particularly like contemporary art mm-hmm. considering the sizes of the cities that inhabit this region yeah we're pretty um, lucky yeah. yeah there's a lot it's of funding really, available too yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. there's projects and grants but yeah we're very lucky yeah so the like kind of like i guess wrapping up and and thinking about um what you're doing as a group i i was curious like if you guys could talk a little bit about 
like some of the like what brought you together and just it was like from a, a thing you had posted but like what i found curious was about like your statement of like our rebellions our resistance our anxieties which i thought was really beautiful like how that was worded i i thought whoever wrote that good for you or you wrote <laughs> it as a group but like what what are some of those now i i get I get a sense of, of what you're interested in and by what you're you're funding, like what you're choosing to mm-hmm. um, to promote. You know, like the the money is going to Planned Parenthood, which is amazing. But I mean, what are some of the other ideas that, as a group, from the from that statement that you're interested in? I think um, part of anxieties too is is trying to have each other's backs and uplift mm. each other in, in a sort of world where that doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, I think going into the art world had a lot of anxiety about the pressures mm. or the, the fake part of going out into the world The you're unsure of how people receive you or you're unsure Mm. of people's intentions all the time. And I think there's a lot of anxiety about having relationships with people or like, is our work good enough? Um, Are, you know, just being happy making the work enough or, um, you know, trying to get into gallery or do we go the gorilla route? Mm -hmm. Um, I think also anxieties about our personal experiences with the gender medication Mm -hmm. or um, the reasons being motherhood, different Mm -hmm. things. What's the the fake part? Did you say, what do you mean by that? I'm I'm curious. I think there's, at least for me, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I just sort of always have it in the back of my mind and maybe I'm not having a genuine relationship with the people that I'm talking to and a superficial connection Mm. right and um, I think part of being in the collective is just being upfront and honest as much as we can with each other even when it's not great gotcha okay Mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah without you know getting into detail I think we all had even though we were just talking about how great the art community is here. <laughs> we all had some not so great experiences oh. also. So oh, yeah. that was yeah. also mm-hmm. what brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're like, we need to have each other's back. We yeah. need a, a, mm-hmm. a net, a safety mm-hmm. net and mm-hmm. uh, people that we know will give it to us straight, you know? Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. It helps a lot with imposter syndrome also, because right. I know oh I've God. definitely felt yeah, that yeah. many times in my yeah. career as an artist so far, but it helps a lot to have a group chat at the ready of all of these artists that I love and adore that like, if I want to go to a show or if I have an opening, like I'll text them first, like, Hey, do you want to come? You know, mm-hmm. um, it just feels better to be at an opening with like somebody that you love working with right at your side. Yeah. Um, but even just to have conversations with, like every time I go to Home Depot, <laughs> I always have one of those situations like, oh, wow, oh my God, a woman. Do you know what you're looking for? <laughs> so then I get in the parking lot and I, you know, <laughs> yeah. text with people. God, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm a technician. <laughs> right, anyway. right, yeah. <laughs> 
I uh, just to go back a few interviews ago, I, I interviewed this this group. Oh, actually, another collective, the Albany Artisans, um, which I mean, they're construction people, but they're very interesting. And uh, they're the foreman is a, is a woman, and, mm-hmm. and she talked about that in detail. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, going in and, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, that's a Phillips. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Oh, thanks. <laughs> right. How she wanted to, like, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, meanwhile, whenever there's a foundry pour here, it's Roger, Gina, and I that mm-hmm. really, like, yeah. work together yeah. to run that. But I don't know. It's just kind of funny, like, the, the things that happen out in the world that... And also, piss me off. Hey, there's someone <laughs> stalking me at Target right now, guys. Yep, Please stay on the phone. So okay. That's yeah. the yeah. chat before. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's the rebellions for me, anyway. That's the, that's <laughs> yeah. the rebellion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's fascinating and it seems uh, very timely, you know, mm-hmm. of what you're doing and, and trying to do and putting out there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I just, I find the, the the general idea of su- keeping the support going mm-hmm. like so I don't know so clever and it's mm-hmm. <laughs> but so necessary yeah. right and it's like why doesn't everyone do this mm-hmm. why aren't there a million collectives but what what you're saying about imposter syndrome I, I think is is um, is really is so real and I don't know why mm-hmm. in our field. But it is so nice to at least have the ability to like reach out and be like, oh, you know, is this right? Or, mm-hmm. or even what you were saying, like you can have bad experiences in the art world, you know, like even in this like smaller microcosm, like shady characters can, you know, mm-hmm. occur or you can get the wrong, you know, direction or I, I don't know what happened to you, but certainly just being around it long enough myself. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, there's, uh, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know what my point is anyways. But <laughs> I lost it. But I love what you're doing. And yeah. I find it very interesting. Thank I mean, you. even, like, yeah. politically, there's so much going on. Like, everything, Roe v. Wade, we yeah. all know what happened oh, there. right. Yeah, and that's just really nice to have, like, a group to lean on and talk about those things, you mm-hmm. know? And we're about to come up on an election year, so yeah. Are you guys <laughs> ready always... for that? What's what are you? Oh, so could you be? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, well, let's figure a this vote out for the box party. <laughs> gender equality. Right. I feel like you guys should do something big, though. Something, yeah. What would be? This would be fun. We, we'll just wrap this up. <laughs> but what could? Now I'm joining. I'm gonna join the box. But what is the? It would be so great to like really undermine something, <laughs> make make fun of something, mm-hmm. you know, like that would that would be so brilliant. I um, do think there's a lot of humor in in what we do. I think it's uh, serious some satire, but right? it's satire. I, I think there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that that's important. You know, mm-hmm. to to have a little bit of tongue in cheek sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's more relatable for a lot of people that way. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what we'll do. We'll have mm-hmm. to talk about it, but yeah. I think yeah. it would be pertinent. But you can use that to to uh, unarm someone, mm-hmm. to disarm someone, you know, and like, and then bring them in mm-hmm. at some point, you know. Yeah. 
like, oh, here's a cig-. you know, even the idea of a cigarette machine is very funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that was the most fun. I was like, oh, I wish there was a cigarette in there. Or <laughs> you know, like, Christ. But um, that was uh, it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, satire is I think it helps, too, with the idea of like an imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can't take myself too serious. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, it helps. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think I mean, you talk about it. It's like. I mean, my classes start at nine, you know, 8.45 every day. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, tw- for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, yeah. I know nothing. They're going to be here. It's very uh, humbling. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, finally. I um, think that happens to all of us. And the great thing about having each other is that we can maybe sometimes tell each other we deserve it mm-hmm. and that helps mm-hmm. us get through the day and the days right. that are hard for that you, uh, you you do deserve to be here mm-hmm. yeah. you know. well thank you all right well thank you so much yes thank, thank you, you. So much. As always, thank you for listening. And if you like what you heard, share it. Tell a friend and be sure to subscribe to Art Town on either Apple Podcast or Spotify. Art Town is engineered and produced by Silent Studios North with exclusive theme music by Fantagram. And I think I'm supposed to mention that it's now supported by the New York State Foundation for the Arts. So, thank you, New York.